There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are very grateful for Miss Shannon's time today, uh, giving us a much-needed perspective. Welcome back, 822 on this Friday, May 29th. A very different show today, uh, but one that we hope is uh, uh, with purpose and intention and uh, uncomfortable conversations. I, I, I said, we, you know, I just tweeted someone, we, we, we should be uncomfortable right now. We, we, we should be sitting in this uncomfortableness right now. Um, Shannon, uh, that's my favorite hobby, Jason, is making people slightly uncomfortable. That, I know it is, Miss Shannon. I, I, uh, <laughs> I spend a lot of time just going, how can I make you feel like you're kind of diagonal right now? <laughs> awesome. But, you're, but at, at the same time, Shannon, there is a line, right? There is that fear, you like know, you brought up last segment, of being an angry thing. black woman. And, you know, w- watching everything you say, everything you wear, how you raise your babies. Right. I think it is a matter of finding the just just the filter that you can use to try and make sure that there is a way that you present things and trying to make sure that you are overall providing safety. And, 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 and I just like to remind people when I get the opportunity that I have additional safeguards that I've been putting into his day-to-day life that I don't think a lot of other people have to do. And, you know, I have one of my, one of my really good friends, and this was just a good example, where, I mean, and she's, a, you know, she's one of our best friends, and she happens to have a son and she happens to be white, and we were just talking about something and, and just bringing up the differences because there's been scenarios where I've called my local law enforcement and said I would like to bring my son for a tour because I wanted them to know that they had a single black mom with a special needs kid in their community. So if something happened adjacent to us, it would them knowing the scenario that we're in and that we might look out of whatever that normal model that they were expecting if they were in, if they, if they, if they had to interact with us. And, you know, I don't think that that's something that a lot of people think that they would do with their kids, but it's something that I knew and had gotten advice from numerous resources, including you know, uh, you know, we're fortunate that in the, the Minnesota autism community, they do have a good um, relationship with the St. Paul um, Police Department. And that was one of the things that they advised. And it was just really, and they go, we know that this sucks that you have to do that. We had a very open and honest conversation. I was talking to a police officer that's on the St. Paul Police Force who have, you know, just was like, here's what I suggest you do. And I know it sounds terrible that you have to do that, but here's what I would do if I were you. And so I took their advice. So it's not like we're not trying to do what we have to do. It's just, again, disappointing that that's still where we're at, that that's something that we have to do. Disappointing that you 
as a mother have to take that step? You know what I mean? A, a step well, that, and exhausting. It's, yeah, yeah. And to just to, for your kid to stay alive through walking down the street, in some cases just even staying home. Right. I mean, I've, you know, I've, had, I've counseled kids in my neighborhood that were out playing with toy guns that they shouldn't do that or make sure they do that in the backyard. Like there are just constant narratives that go on in your head if you are – you know, a person of color that I don't yeah. think that the general prevailing culture knows we have those things going on in our head. Yeah. And because they, they, they see either what they, they see two extremes. They see the Cosby show or they see black people on cops and that's it. Or they see brown people that are, in, you know, in those scenarios. They don't know what the normal, what the mean is, you know, for people of color. And what is involved in all of those things. And, you know, and feeling like people don't get to know you as a human being is a day-to-day reality. <laughs> when, you know, it's like you're going, they're so easy. Like, if you wonder why, and I'm sure you guys talked about this, if you wonder why there's always this backlash and why we are continually upset when you hear all these blackface stories and when none of those stories pop back up and when people go, what's the big deal? They're just being funny or just being that. It's because it's, that whole genre, like when you go back to those kind of things, it's seeing people of color as a costume. Yes. That's why it's so of such a problem. It's that we're already battling the do you see me as a human being? It's dehumanizing. And humanizing Shannon. ourselves. Yes. Humanizing ourselves. And then when you have that, it's like, no, that makes you take a step back. You're a costume. You're a character. You're not a person. So when you, so Shannon, that makes perfect sense because when you see the video of the white cop on the knee, or I'm sorry, his knee on the throat, on his uh, throat, it, it, how can you do that to another human being? Well, you can, you, you, you know, can, when you, handcuffed. you know, that's the maddening thing. Well, you can, when you think that human being is less than, you know what I mean, Shannon? Right. That's you, you, you right. can, you have the ability to do that when you think the person you're doing it to is lesser than, less than you. That's how how that right. happens that's how that right. damn happens mm-hmm. yeah and so making sure that we try to level that interaction is part of the overall problem and what people are constantly working on and going no it should be you know me as a human being and that we are all on the same level and that's not where we're at and it's and unfortunately there's it 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 is so infused in our culture that that, main, that particular status quo remains. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of the divisiveness that we see and that trying to create that feeling of pockets of others. Everybody's different. Everybody's this. All of our, you know, you know, whatever I need is more important than what you need. And we can't work on things collectively. That's why they maintain that, because it makes it easier to go, well, that pocket's not important. That's them, not us. Yeah. Yes. That pain is their pain. That trauma is their pain. Yeah. And that cannot be the message, because it it is our pain. Right. It is our trauma. But once we start seeing that, that's going to make a big difference. All of us appreciate your time, sweetheart. Thank you so much. One more more thing. Go ahead. Shannon. Give that yeah. little brat a hug for me. I haven't seen him in a year or more. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm sure he's grown up. I want to see him so I can say, oh, man, look at how much you've grown. He's as tall as you are now. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big, Give him a hug He's a 12-year-old that looks like he's 18 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh. Oh, nice. 
The great Miss Shannon, everyone. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Listen to comedy uh, through the chaos. Uh, You can get information on Shannon's new show. It's fantastic. Uh, Follow Miss Shannon on various social channels. It is 829. We're going to take a slight pause. We'll be back after these words.